You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Let's do it. Tuesday morning. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, man, we got a busy show. Woo! You're not, you, you don't work Monday. You give thanks. You have the turkey. You get the desserts, the stuffing, the mashed taters. And then you get Cynthia Freeland, Shai Davidi, and Rick Ball on the show. Boom. Oh, wow. There Loaded. you go. Loaded. Loaded That's show. A few things to be thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, producer Patrick Dumont doing a terrific job of putting the show together today. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you, when did you have dinner? What was the highlights? Was there any awkward family moments? Uh, doubled down. I uh, had two Thanksgiving dinners. Okay. So the first one was uh, actually, uh, to be honest, I was expecting some awkward family moments because I met my girlfriend's dad. For the first time. Oh, really? On Sunday, went out there for Thanksgiving. They were up in Canmore, so that was really nice. Mm. Um, but I wasn't sure how that was going to go. What did he think of your mustache? You know what? It didn't come up. But did he Did he glance at it? Did he look at I it? I assume did he, have that a mustache? He, took, he didn't. Okay. So he was probably a little intimidated by it. Right. That would be my assumption. Yeah. Um, he didn't bring it up, though. So that, that's, that leads me to believe he was probably pretty intimidated by it. Okay. That's usually what I assume, so... Is is he a listener? No. Oh, hard no. I don't think so. He's, um, he's not a sporty guy. No, it's uh, uh the more alpine sports. People. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. he's into cross country skiing. Um, more of the downhill variety. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he can tell you who's on the As- Austrian national. Downhill oh, probably. Team? Yeah. Like, no problem. He'd be able to rip that type of stuff off. But yeah, so that was nice. And then did uh, Thanksgiving here with the family on Monday. After I did the Hitman and Brandon Week Kings game. Wow. So it was a busy weekend. You... Friday, Saturday, I did nothing. Okay. I uh, I spent the weekend moving mm-hmm. into my place, and uh, that was super annoying. Were and you thankful? No. Is there anything worse that we do as human beings than move? Like, again, throw away with, like, burying people and illnesses and all that, like, the real stuff. But, yeah, okay. But, like, just pain in the ass, like, life moving. It has to be the worst, right? I moved four weeks into the pandemic. It was the worst. Yeah. I hate putting all my stuff in boxes. I hate having to take it all out and then having to find everything. Like, we were trying to go golfing. You couldn't find a shirt for yourself last no. week. There no. was an issue there. And that's what I don't love. It's no. the, the mass confusion and hysteria, and I don't love that. I'm also a terrible procrastinator. So usually I really do leave those type of things till the end, yeah. Uh, packing and all that logistical stuff, and then I end up just hooped. So yeah, it uh, it sucks and it's the worst. And uh, I had my my couch and my bed delivered, mm-hmm. and um, I'm like, uh, you guys are putting the bed together, right? They're like, <laughs> no. I'm like, I go. Then I busted out the bill. I go, well, it says right here, and they're like, oh, oh they- but I did give them some drinks. 
Yeah, you had like a yeah. a, a jug of iced yeah. tea, no. sweet tea or <laughs> no. something like With that. With a nice fresh lemon on top. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. Hey, I gave workers. I gave I gave them their choice of a of a pop or a gator. They took Gatorade. They yeah. were very pleased. They put the bed together in like five minutes. The two of them. Would have took me like three hours putting the bed together. Five minutes they put the bed together. And you got some Gatorades. And they on got your some way. Gatorades. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Good, hardworking lads. Yeah, and uh, it's just, it's an absolute nightmare. Uh, what, what what should have been a nightmare last night uh, was uh, our poor technical director, Alex Brody, watching uh, the, the Chiefs and Raiders last night. Lots of things happened in that game. That yeah. just egregious roughing the passer call on Chris Jones, which in no world should that ever be a roughing the passer call. And that clip of that dude with the turned around, with the backwards visor, just getting really hot. Looks like he was about to, like a, a vessel was about to burst in his neck. Yes. He got so heated at the, even Andy Reid got really heated. And that's not a good idea for a, a gentleman of Andy Reid's size and age. He was exceptional, exceptionally hot on that horrendous call. But uh, there's something on this show that we had some controversy with our pal, uh, Logan Gordon, who does a great job hosting Sportsnet today. Uh, I believe he's, he called us something last week mm, after we we compared him to a pride of lions to Alex Brody's zebra mm. after he absolutely fleeced him in a fantasy football trade mm. where uh, Alex Brody, after being repeatedly hounded by Logan Gordon to trade Travis Kelsey, who was his first round pick, ended up trading Travis Kelsey to Logan Gordon for Clyde Edwards Elaire. And Darren Waller. And Darren Waller. The Walrus, who is moving around like a walrus these days. Yeah. Um, if you were watching the game last night, uh, you saw Darren Waller was in street clothes for the majority of the game because he got hurt again. Two drives. Yeah. Um, Hamstring. Lovely. And, and he was out. No, no, no problem. Hamstring's not an yeah, issue when super easy. You, only needed, you only needed to run. It's no big deal. So let me just give you the stat line on uh, Alex Brody's players. Uh, I'm looking up on what Darren Waller did last night. Uh, he didn't have a catch. Nope. So he got uh, he got zero points for you, Alex. And let me see, because big high-scoring game, Clyde Edwards Elaire, uh, nine carries for 15 yards and uh, eight targets. Sorry, yeah, no, 53. Att- Hold on, what am I looking at here? Yeah, he had uh, yeah, a mere what, what kind of scoring is this? What am I looking at here on Sportsnet? What's going on here? You're looking at NFL on Sportsnet? Yeah, really? I'm so stupid. Such a company guy. <laughs> Why am I looking at the Sportsnet site for... No, I know how to look it up. I know. Don't, don't run in here, Alex. I know how to look up Sportsnet. <laughs> it's coming to help you, dude. I know. He's like, let me help you Hold for on. that. Let me rescue you, you yeah. old stupid man. <laughs> yeah, nine for 15 and... Thank you. I just, got on, to, I just got on to ESPN. Yeah, nine for 15. I look it on Sportsnet. It's all weird. I love Sportsnet. Visit Sportsnet.ca. <laughs> Not my usual visit first when it comes to no. NFL scores. But I'm going to be a company guy and go to the Sportsnet website. What are these stats? Yeah, what is going on here? Oh, I got to go look at what the heck me? they're doing. Yeah, it was weird. Okay, Clyde. Okay, let, let's start again. Darren Waller, nothing last night. Clyde Edwards, Elaire, nine carries for 15 yards. Also had three receptions for 20 yards. Big day for you, Alex. Mm. <laughs> so You got pushed out at the one, almost yeah, had a touchdown. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So you ended up trading Travis Kelsey to Logan Gordon, and we called out Logan Gordon. We did on the show mm-hmm. because that just wasn't cool what he did to you. And again, Andy McNamara, my pal, was on his show, 
And obviously, they got all upset because you could tell Logan Gordon knew he took advantage of him. He was getting yeah, a little upset. Yeah, I wasn't very uh, and happy then about he it. and then he had to end the little segment by saying this about us. Russick Rose, bro, you guys can beat it. I I, I went by the rule book and I am uh, perfectly I fine with how it worked oh, right. out. Yeah, okay, sure. Right I'm sure he yeah. really slept well last night. Yeah. So uh Travis Kelsey, if he missed it, set an NFL record last night. Mm, wow. He's the first pass catcher in the history of the league. <laughs> Of the league to have 25 yards receiving and not one, not two, not three, four touchdowns last night. I don't know if you won your matchup, uh, Alex, because we were rooting for you because you told us I'm playing Logan Gordon this week. And we're like, yes, please, Alex, beat him so we could talk about it on Tuesday when we come back. In fact, this was actually better for our show. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure he looked at that and said, oh, man. Russick and Rose are going to talk about me on Tuesday morning, and you're damn right we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel? And first of all, did you win the matchup? Uh, no, I got stomped. Of course guys, you did. To be honest, so <laughs> stunning. Yeah. The crazy thing is, I also have Mahomes, so he brought in a lot of points. If I had the two of them, I would have gotten sixty points. That Mahomes Kelsey stack, man. Yeah. Ooh, so oh I was set. I had everything, and now it's all gone. Yeah, it's all it is all gone. Now. Yeah, it is all and, gone. And you think Logan Gordon? was watching that game last night in front of a roaring fire in, like, a leather chair with a snifter of, like, cognac while he was petting a hairless cat yep. and then laughing <laughs> maniacally at every touchdown. <laughs> Eat that, Brody. Another one. Because <laughs> that's what happened to you last night. And Literally. I felt bad. And But then I also said it's good for our show. So, uh, Logan Gordon, I hope you really enjoy your win uh, this morning. And I bet you he feels dirty about it. I bet you after watching that game and four touchdowns, he probably had to take a shower. Yeah. But but that guilt wasn't washing no, away sir. of taking advantage of you, Alex. <laughs> It'll never wash away. Well, he's he's trying to start a rivalry here because we had our hockey draft on the weekend, and he put put in the chat, everyone have a good draft except Alex. So oh, he's wow. he's ruthless. Oh. Yeah, because he knows. He's he's coming for me, but yeah, he, mm. well, because you know, it's it's eat or be eaten, Alex. Uh, fantasy football is like the jungle. It's like, you know, it's safari out here, man. Yeah. Like you gotta, you, you gotta, and, but just please, for the love of Christmas, ask us before you make any sort of trade in fantasy. Yeah. I, I really don't and, know right. why, but then he also put in the chat, Oh, should we have a league vote on trades? Yes, you should. Yeah. So that, then it's fair. That is how most leagues should work. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That way you don't get any other teams that are stacking themselves when they're out of the playoffs, things like that. There's a lot of reasons. Oh, I felt bad. Okay, so it was a jam-packed weekend. Flames mm-hmm. finalized their roster. Daryl Sutter signs a two-year extension. Yes, sir. N- no, yeah, no, not not really that surprising. It's not like they weren't going to sign that guy a long-term deal. Um, anything in the Flames roster that you're like, that maybe surprised me, took yeah. me aback. I'm intrigued to see what happens with Michael Stone because he hasn't been released from his PTO and he hasn't been signed yet. And right now the team does have seven defensemen that are with the big club. There's the obvious five. When you go Hannafin Anderson, Tanev Wiggers, Dorov, and then the other two that are hanging around are Nicholas Maloche and Connor Mackey uh, with Yusuf Valimaki getting sent down over the weekend, getting claimed by Arizona, which ends that chapter of Flames history. Um, that is kind of an intriguing thing to me to be to see who is going to be that six seven. Does he get signed? If he does, do they send Connor Mackey or Nicholas Maloche down to the Wranglers? 
So I got a question there. With the forward groups, it feels like Rizicic is probably the, the odd man out right now, but intrigued to see what the roster is for Thursday, but nothing really shocked me there. Mm. And then the goaltenders are the goaltenders. Dustin Wolf will right. play a heap of games down with the Wranglers, and if he gets called upon, he gets called upon, but for the most part, it's going to be Markstrom and Vladar. Uh, they kick off the season Thursday night at home against the Avalanche. Uh, we got hockey tonight. Uh, it's weird how the NHL does this. Yeah, like, why like, isn't there a big celebration, all this pomp and circumstance? We're kicking off the season. No, okay, there's two games tonight, and then tomorrow night it really gets going, and then Thursday night the Flames play. Like, it's it's weird how it's kind of stretched out. I, like, why not have, like, every team play on opening night? Or at least the defending in. champs. Yeah. Right? Like, shouldn't shouldn't you do a rematch of, like, last year's Stanley Cup final on your opening day? Listen. Something like I that? I think there's a concert at uh, Ball Arena, which is causing the Avs to play on Wednesday and not tonight. Okay. Like, we can... <laughs> come on. Like, it's... Just, like, <laughs> like, just the schedule sometimes of the NHL just oh, blows my mind. Baffling. Like... You know what I have noticed? The only league that makes a worse schedule is the CFL, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's a bad schedule. I'm not going to do it. That's good. Um... The one thing I will say, as I've kind of looked ahead to this week of slate of games, there seemed to be a lot more of kind of offsetting. Like, last season, it would be like, hey, Thursday night, 13 games. 10 of them start at 5 o'clock. And you'd be like, okay, so then what? Then what's after? Yeah. And I like the idea of staggering a bunch of games to a half hour. So, so on intermission, through. you can flip through. You can choose something else during the intermission, something like that, right? Um, that's what I prefer. And honestly, it does look like the schedule maybe has that uh, as a back of mind kind of thing. As I've looked just ahead to the rest of this week's slate. Just, it's just frustrating. Like how many people, if you, if you, if we did a survey, if we sent out our producer, Patrick Dumont with the microphone, ask the people of Calgary. Now, now that just, we should maybe do that on this show. Patrick, would streeters? you be willing to do that, doing a streeter? Oh, it's been a while, but yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it's been a while? I did it in school. That was the last time I actually did a streeter, probably. Oh, I think we should do a streeter. We yeah. should do streeters. We should Patty get a, on the street. A, a wireless mic? <laughs> hey, pa- Patty on the street. No, I don't think we can do a wireless Talk mic. My when I was up doing the FM, we had a wireless mic. It had its own fader and everything, as long as it didn't run too far away from the station. Really? Great riffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It I had th- headset and everything. I think that would be something we should do, maybe... It would have to be like recorded and produced after he asked the people of Calgary some opinions. Mm. So, like after the show, we got to get like a camera crew out. And well, not a camera crew, but just well, maybe well, Alex Brody, Brody on an iPhone. Yeah, with his yeah. phone. Yeah, they're pretty much uh, doing. Would you be willing to do a streeter, Patrick? Is that uh, too much? We'll, we'll see. We'll, yeah, what we'll, do you mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll for see. the good of the show. For the good of the show. Depending on like, hey, I I, I can get violent out there sometimes. With Whoa, people. Whoa, if they're, okay. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, if they're gonna. Just for well, violent. then you come as a muscle. I can do. I'll I'll chat with some strangers. I can do all sorts of weird Would stuff. Would you want to do? Oh yeah, Nikki on the street. I don't know if want yeah, is the right Nikki. term, but I don't know. I think I, I. You know, I'm just asking a question. I don't need to just people to say uh, you know bleep off or bleep you. No, you but know? that's the best. I know. When you get those people. Get those too. content. I guess. Yeah, that's okay. good. I think you. you well, would do see, it. I think I can Maddie be on the street. Oh yeah, no problem. All right. I'm okay. way weirder than most of the people yeah. we run out to out there. Yeah, that'd be fun though. <laughs> yeah, just got to think of some topics. Okay, so um, we we're gonna keep that on the back burner because I think we definitely write it down somewhere. Put a put pin it on in a it? post-it note, like stick it on down. the computer. All right. Streeters. So Blue Jays blow um an eight-one lead in the fifth inning. Did they? Yeah, on Saturday, oh. and essentially the 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 biggest 
road comeback in the history of Major League Baseball playoffs. Like, what an absolute disaster of Awful. a train wreck. Uh, John Schneider pulling Kevin Gosman for no reason, then brings in soft Tim Meza, who promptly gives up a home run. Uh, pulling um, in the outfield, putting in Ramel Tapia instead of Jackie Bradley Jr., because Jackie Bradley Jr. is a superior defense, uh, defensive player, and a couple balls that got there that Jackie Bradley Jr. probably would have caught. Just some terrible managerial mm-hmm. decisions uh, by John Schneider. When the Mariners were up 8-1 in the fifth inning uh, on the live bet, that means you can bet within game and, and put a bet on which team could win. Yep. The Mariners were plus 4,400. And for those of you who don't understand that, that means if you bet a dollar on the Mariners at that point to win the game, you would have won $44. Because that's what an underdog Seattle was. And they storm all the way back and beat the Blue Jays. I have I have many things to talk about here because we're going to have Shai Davidi coming up at the top of the hour too. Mm-hmm. He's going to be awesome. Uh, number one, how many, because I thought of our listeners here in Calgary and the reaction on the text line. How many of our listeners are like, oh, no, the Blue Jays lost. Darn. <laughs> now we just got to worry about the Flames. Oh, no. Oh, what no. a sad loss. Oh no. oh, no. You think there's a there's a nice I little there's segment a... of our listeners who are like, oh, no, Blue Jays are gone. We saw it on the text line a little bit last week. And even on Twitter, I was seeing it a little bit. And, and yeah, I think that there is a very... I wouldn't even call it slight. I would call it moderate to significant group of the fans here in town that are like, oh, that's, oh, we just have to talk about hockey for the next nine. Oh, man. And a little bit of Sunday, maybe two days, uh, a little bit of NFL, maybe two days a week. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Really torn up about that. That's mm, really devastating. I think of our lot of our listeners like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh, no. So it got me thinking about this uh, Blue Jays team. Um, at the beginning of the season during spring training, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. famously said, last year was the trailer. <laughs> this year is the movie. And now how the Blue Jays season just absolutely crashed and burned. What is the movie that best describes the Blue Jays 2022 season? 960, 960 on the text line, name and location. Please send us a text. Which movie best describes the 2022 Blue Jays? And before you text in, and we love all of our listeners, and we love that you attach your name and location, uh, I, uh, what's the over-under the amount of times you see Titanic? That's what I was about to say. I, I think we're probably going to see that come in for half the votes. Maybe. I don't know. No, it'll be less. I have faith that our, uh, but, but, but our listeners are very creative and charismatic, and they'll be able to pull something okay. a little bit more deep cut. The thing with Titanic, though, it won Best Picture. Yeah, I don't know if these guys won yeah, Best no, but, Anything this no, year. But, yeah, but we're not talking about the awards. We're talking about the actual movie because things didn't oh, go well at the like, end oh, for Leo. Okay, okay. I get and there you, was room on that door for him. <laughs> like, did she really have to take up the whole door? No, it very hoggy, frankly. Yeah. There was room. Yeah. There's there a lot was. of room. Yeah, they could have And frankly, you could have used teamwork. Yeah locked elbows yeah would have taken a lot less of the work for everybody right giving you someone to hold on to you while you're asleep uh you want a quick side note about titanic sure yeah james cameron's from my hometown in niagara falls mm-hmm. and there's a little village in niagara falls called chippewa sure and uh jack leonardo leonardo dicaprio's character is from chippewa falls hmm. for his homage to his hometown really yeah there wow. you go See, the you more you know. that's the only if the, there's only one takeaway you take from the show today it's that 
That? That's it's, the uh, one? Yeah, it's the one. So I uh, want to hear from you on the text line, 960-960. Which movie best describes the Blue Jays' season? And? And? That 8-1 debacle on Saturday mm-hmm. got me thinking. Yeah. Because I'd like to know. I, 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 want to, I want to get your opinions on this. And our, t- our listeners, I put a lot of homework for our, our listeners on the go right now, driving into work on Listen, the day after you a you guys had a day off, yeah, dust it off, help. right back to the grindstone. What is the Flames equivalent, mm-hmm. playoff equivalent, of that Blue Jays loss on Saturday? What is, what is the one moment in Flames playoff history you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they just lost that game. I can't believe they blew it that much. What is that equivalent? Because it's easy if if it's that other team in Canada, the blue and white, it's the 4-1 game in Boston right away, mm-hmm. blowing it in the third period. That's an absolute debacle, meltdown, however, 3-1 to the Habs. Like, what is the Flames equivalent to blowing an 8-1 lead in the fifth inning? What is that game? What is that series for the Flames? That you're like, ooh, woof. I can't believe they did that. What is it, Matty Rose? 960-960 on the text line name and location. See, like, I think of uh, a, f- a series a few seasons ago where the Flames took on the Avalanche in Kale McCarr's first season here. And the idea was kind of like, oh, the, the Flames got who they wanted. Uh, they wanted to play against the Avalanche because they were able to beat them in the regular season. But then in the postseason... Things drastically changed. They what gentle, got gentlemen swept by the Avalanche. It was like four or five years ago. Is Kale McCarr's coming out party? His yeah. first kind of time in the NHL, and that was one in the first round, mind you, as well. Which you know, there's a similarity there. Recently, that would be the one that I kind of draw comparison to. Hypothetically, what would it be more equal to? This is like if. The Flames and not the Oilers because, like, I don't think the Jays and the Mariners are really rivals in that sense. Like, maybe more like a hmm, like an L.A. or something along those lines where, yeah, you play them every once in a while and you don't love the team, but there's a little bit of a rivalry there for sure. Maybe a Kings-Flames, you know, you're the 2-3 seed, but the Flames are, like, easily better as the second team and, and you like their offense a lot more. And then the offense goes quiet, but then the offense goes good, and then the goaltending is no good. That kind of feels like it would be. Uh, producer Patrick Dumont. Yes. Love saying your name. <laughs> what, uh, what's, what's the Calgary Flames equivalent to the Blue Jays blowing that 8-1 lead on Saturday? Uh, you know, I think it's got to be like blowing like a, like a 4 nothing lead, like late second, early third period mm-hmm. of an elimination game, like a game six. You're, either the Flames are trailing 3-2 or it's a game seven. Uh, you know, it reminds me, it reminds me a bit of how Chicago beat Boston in the cup final in 2013, how Boston was up three, two in game six. And then Chicago rallied to friggin' beat them there <laughs> with like no time left. And then also Carolina beating New Jersey back in 09. I think it was in a shocking way where the devils had it all. And then the hurricanes come back. So something like that reminds me of something similar to what, if the flames lose in a playoff, it'd have to be like a four, nothing lead yeah, late second. And they're trailing a series three two. Uh, we're getting we're getting a lot of this on the text line, uh, Patrick. Yeah. Um, Karen in Calgary, thanks for the text nine sixty nine sixty ninety four playoffs against the Canucks blew a three one lead. Yeah, that's up there. That's a uh, that's a big time implosion. That's a significant lead to blow it up. Pretty key time as well. Like you know, eight runs and 
the MLB. It's it's significant. They had a 98.1 win expectancy uh, when Gosman had one out in the sixth inning. 98? 98.1% was their win expectancy. Well, there was a time where they had a 99.9% win expectancy. Was there? Expect- yes. I missed that on the fan graphs then. Let me just see here. I heard that on, on the uh, postgame show. The, lo- <laughs> the biggest one I saw that I'm coming across. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. 99.1. Okay, sorry. After Whit Merrifield was hit by a pitch. 99.1. Yeah. After the yeah. heater grazed well, his bucket, and then you've got, what, two men on there. That that like There's so much to unpack from that game in that series, um, but it's just bitterly disappointing. Keep those texts rolling in. Uh, we love it. 960, 960. Uh, which movie best describes the 2022 edition of the Toronto Blue Jays? You'll get mine, Maddie's, and Patrick's at 8.30. We'll do that there. And keep them rolling in. Which Flames playoff debacle matches what the Blue Jays did? Or the way you feel about what happened Saturday to the Blue Jays? 960-960, name and location. Straight ahead, the Rose Report. Mm-hmm. And at the top of the next hour, Shai Davidi, Blue Jays baseball columnist. Um, lots to talk about the future of the manager and uh, Ross Atkins. Just real quick here before we go to break, the Blue Jays come across and as a, as an organization that just pretends like or just thinks they're smarter than everybody else. Mm. Oh, you need a left-handed power bat. Been talking about that for three years. Oh, you need some swing and miss out of the bullpen. No, 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 no. We just just shut up, idiot. Let us run the baseball team. We, we know what, oh, that's cute that you think, but we have these numbers and these statistics and these facts over here, so don't worry about it. They just come across that way. Yep. And the expectations on this team winning 91 games last year and being a World Series favorite. Remember that? The old Vegas has the Blue Jays as the World Series favorites with the Dodgers. Yeah, that's all gone, and somebody might have to pay for that. And it could be the general manager, Ross Atkins. Should it be the general manager, Ross Atkins? Because it ain't going to be Mark Shapiro because he's in charge of the big renovations, 300 plus million dollars, blah, blah, blah. That's the main reason why he was brought in here to revamp the stadium. But uh, his his little right-hand man, Ross, could be on his way out. Last to ask Shai Davidi about. Keep those texts rolling in. 960-960. Which movie best describes the 2022 Blue Jays? We got some Blink-182 tickets to give away. We'll I'm excited. I'm very excited. Okay, so quick, uh, quick whiteboard uh, mm. team meeting on the air. Yep. Um, how should do you guys? We'll give those tickets away at eight thirty. Blink one eighty two down at the dome. Uh, Tom DeLonge's back as the lead singer. Blink blink blunk. Best blink, best oh, aliens. That, Sorry. Get, get that blunk one eighty two down at the <laughs> dome. Go get. You need a dip, ride. Dip, dip. <laughs> um, we'll do that at eight thirty. You want to take a phone call? People calling in with their Blue Jays like uh, movie thing, and then yeah, if you call in, that's the only way you can win the tickets. If you call in and contribute at eight thirty, how's that? I love that. You like that? Patrick, do you want to screen some calls? Are you okay with that? We only got one pair. They're going to be some mad people. Okay, well, we'll pick the best caller. All right. Or just randomly when we run out of time. Okay. But you sure. get your chance like to win that. Blink-182 tickets. Uh-huh. All right, the Rose Report straight ahead. Shy Davidi as well. It's the big show. Happy Tuesday morning. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We're getting stuff done here today. Look we also got to get the Rose Report done. And oh, it's brought so to you goodness. by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. Well, where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Mm-hmm, gentlemen. And thank you very much. Uh, listen, this morning report is absolutely 
jammed because do you know what we got? We got a little bit of NHL regular season hockey. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. We also have a little bit of playoff baseball. Of course, sans the Blue Jays. Shame. And then finally, uh, we also got Monday Night Football, which was just, you know. Everything is happening. A little bit of everything. So let's go ahead and dive on in. The Flames did finalize their roster over the weekend. W's. That's when I'm impressed. 13 forwards. <laughs> what that, a gem. That's a doozy from last year, yeah. George. That, that one's a He's great. bit of a staple. I, can, I, can I say, like, I can't wait to interview him eventually? Because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be great, and it's probably going to be five minutes tops. That's when I'm impressed. Yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It'll be outstanding. I think, I think in my interviews I've done in my life, nothing uh-huh. will be my Joey Chestnut interview. That's a good one. Which is like my Frost Nixon moment, for those of you who know that movie. And uh, it'll be probably Daryl Sutter, too. I'm looking forward to it. The roster's finalized. 13 forwards, 7 defensemen, and 2 goaltenders. Not really any huge surprises here. On the back end, Connor Mackey, Rasmus Anderson, Chris Tanev, Nikita Zadorov, Mackenzie Wieger, Nicholas Maloche, and Noah Hannafin, your 7 defensemen. There are some questions here. A couple things to monitor. Oliver Shillington is still away. No recent updates on a timetable for him to return to North America. Michael Stone, unsigned, but also not yet released from his PTO, so wonder if there's some clarity on that in the near future. Yusuf Valamaki, no longer a flame, once a highly touted prospect after he drafted 17th overall back in 2016, but injuries derailed him. He was picked up by the Arizona Coyotes on waivers, and then the team also announced a two-year contract extension for Daryl Sutter. Uh, how many fans are relieved that Valamaki's gone? I don't know if fans are necessarily relieved that you so or, or is you just gone. got rid of the frustration. I think that there you know, this is a chapter of Flames history that was very frustrating in the sense that at the time, a highly touted prospect. And when you go back and you look at the draft, you know, I saw all the people tweeting out, Oh, you didn't get Jason Robertson and all this. Listen, the Flames needed a defenseman in that draft. And they opted to take one that was available. And another defenseman that went a couple picks later, Urho Vakanainen, also has not found a home. It's a tough spot to be in. Injuries kind of derailed a lot of things for Valimak. You go back to when he had the torn ACL in training. I'm hopeful that he will get another opportunity, but I did not see a way for him to really participate full-time with the big club this year. Um, there's rumors swirling around on the interwebs. Could be a captain, maybe? Yeah, apparently we what? might get some sort of uh, announcement a little bit later on today. As it sounds like the Flames might be getting closer to announce, announcing their 20th captain in franchise history. So who's the odds-on favorite? I don't know. Tanev, Coleman, Huberto, Backlund, Kadri. Uyghur, Rander, it's got to be Anderson, but Jacob no, Markstrom, Daryl Sutter. Oh, no, I don't know. Don't, yeah, it's got to be one of those guys who signed the big extension. No, yeah, it's someone because who's it's here like, for a you're while. You're here. You're locked. We're just gonna put the C on your sweater. You're good. It's got to be, but I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, the thing is, they, I haven't watched them play regular season hockey. I don't know who's gonna be the best captain. So that's gonna be an interesting thing. It's if they do announce, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll be all over that tomorrow. If in fact the case. Elsewhere, uh, the regular season begins in North America tonight with a couple of games. Uh, Technically, the regular season is underway. The Sharks and Predators played a couple of global series games over the weekend. Nashville won both of them. 
Did you know that they were going on those yeah. noon starts you here know in Calgary? I knew? The Rose Report. There you go. Uh, tonight, though, five thirty. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Golly, what a bad play! They'll be taking on the New York Rangers. And then the other game today, uh, a later one, eight o'clock start. Two intriguing teams in this Pacific Division: a clash of royalty. The Vegas Golden Knights take on the Kings. That'll go at eight. That's a slate. I'm uh, I'm really interested um, in the Golden Knights goaltending. If uh, Logan Thompson can actually stop enough pucks, I for agree. That seem to be relevant, but th- they're super interesting to me. What's Jack Eichel going to look like too? What's Mark Stone going to look like? Yeah, but Jack Eichel last year, obviously with the neck thing, and towards the end of the season, he was really really good. And can he carry them? Can they get enough saves? Eh, they're super interesting. And they did sign Nick Hague over the weekend as well, as that RFA did uh, finally get signed. Uh, Alrighty, we'll switch it up. We'll go to the Diamond, and at this point, listen, y'all know what happened. Friday, it was Alec Manoa. He allowed three runs in the first inning on road to a 4-0 loss in Game 1. For Game 2, it was Robbie Ray, but Robbie Ray was not really the issue. The Jays opened up an 8-1 lead after five innings. But then they allowed four in the sixth Ooh. and then in the eighth. Bases loaded around Romano. Two down in the eighth. The pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Shallow in center. Springer racing forward. He reaches out, dives. Nobody can get it. It's down for a base hit. One run is in. Two runs are in. Three runs are in. J.P. Crawford with a blue base hit into shallow center field. Clears the bases and he ties the game at nine. And the Blue Jays are down in a heap into the triangle. Springer and Bichette collided, both trying to make the play in shallow center field. Oh, man. Oof. So, so that tied it in the eighth. They so knocked in another in the ninth. And watching. That was it. Leave this on. Watching Springer get carted off. And then he valiantly was trying to get the fans pumped up. Trying to get them back but into it. Didn't that moment. Feel like when he was getting carted off that the season was over anyway for the Broke Blue Jays. Oh, my heart. Without a doubt. A hundred percent. As soon as that ball dropped, I was like, game over. Um, also, I'm not uh, a doctor. I'm not a neurologist in any way, shape, or form. I'm a dumbo. Uh, that's why I'm doing sports radio because sure. sports media people can pretend they're all smart, but if we were actually that smart, we'd be doing something uh, for humanity. Um, this how isn't is- for... Never mind. Okay. Go on. No. Just good for humanity. Yeah. yeah. Um, how is Bo Bichette allowed to continue? Like, if that was in the... The guy took Springer's leg to the face. Like, there wasn't any signs of a head trauma, a concussion in any way, shape, or form. Just shake it off, Bo. You're fine. I got my bell rung. Rub some dirt on it. I got some cobwebs. (laughs) You're fine. Just saw little stars. Saw some stars. It's okay. Like, I don't even know how he continued in the game. Although he came up in the next inning and got a hit. But still, like he, uh, that was ugly. And that was the perfect ending uh, to the Blue Jays season. Because 8-1 is going to be a score now heading into next year. Uh, especially when they're up 8-1 in any random regular season game. Oh, lead's oh. not safe. Oh, lead's not safe. Fans always sound like Bet that. Bet the opposition. <laughs> Jays going to hold on to this one? <laughs> Who's going to collide now? The divisional series begin today. 11:07 Phillies Braves, 137 Mariners Astros, 5:37 Guardians Yankees, and 7:37 your Padres Dodgers. And we'll end oh, it that's here. That's going to be a beauty, though. That one will be they fun. They hate each other. Yeah, and the Mariners will probably get dusted by the Astros. I don't know. Luis Castillo was throwing absolute 
aspirins at the Blue Jays in game one. True, but this is more five-game series, and Robbie Ray didn't look good. Like, I don't know. I just I don't love their, their bullpen's chances. bullpen's good, though. It, it did show well. Um, Chiefs and Raiders yesterday. Oof. Big divisional matchup. Chiefs were favored by seven as they went into this tilt. Uh, the Raiders had a chance to either tie the game or win the game late. Devontae Adams cut a 48-yard touchdown pass from Derek Carr with about four minutes left to make it 30-29 in the Chiefs' favor. The Raiders opt to go for it, hand the ball to Josh Jacobs from the shotgun. He gets stopped on the one. The Raiders would then stop the Chiefs, but then they would turn the ball over on downs themselves. The Chiefs eventually win it 30-29 to and move to 4-1, and while the Raiders are now 1-4 and after five yes. weeks and going into their bye. Oh, and by the way, only four touchdown passes from Pat Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. That's all, just four of them. He got seven of eight passes for oh, only man. 25 yards and had four TDs. While Logan Gordon uh, was just basking in the Travis Kelsey greatness. Yep. While our technical director, Alex Brody, watching with a single tear rolling down his cheek. That Chris Jones roughing the passer penalty. If you haven't seen it, go on the old Twitter, go on the internet, uh, internets, and watch it. Uh, It's just one of the worst calls you've ever seen in your life. Like it was. There's been some bad ones supposed to do. Yeah. Like even the Tom Brady roughing the passer was an absolute joke. Too. This one was even worse. And again, I get it. We we all talk about officiating and umpiring way too much. It's really hard to do those those jobs. And even when it's done great, we hear nothing about it because that's what they're supposed to do. We don't talk about the officiating. But I, I don't even know what the solution is. That's that's just an egregious call on Chris Jones. And even some of these defenseless receiver penalties, what's the defender supposed to do? Like, that's his job to break up the play or separate the man from the ball. And what is he supposed to ease up so he doesn't hurt the guy? Well, yep. that's his livelihood. He has to stop the guy. That's his job. It's just there's so much grayer in the NFL, but you can't have those calls on primetime television when everybody's watching. You just can't do it. By the way, our contest for the week, hmm? our pick six. Yeah. Oh, how did we do? Oh, um, I, I feel like I did poor. Un- unfortunately, you and Patrick Dumont uh, tied for the week. You were both two and four. Okay. That's, that's not great. Um, but I ended up winning with a mediocre three and three record. Oh, wow. Thank you. Which means Brendan Shea in Cochrane, congratulations. You get the Glenn Hanlon hockey card. No way. Uh, the, the iconic 1989 Opeachy hockey card where he's adjusting his junk. You get that hockey card. We will send it to you in the mail. I promise there won't be a a, a weird white powder involved. We're just going to send you a hockey card in the mail. We'll be in touch with you. Send us your address, please. Did you know that the Raiders had a 150-yard rusher, who is Josh Jacobs, yes. a 100-yard receiver in Devontae Adams, no turnovers, no more than two punts, and then the first team in NFL history to do That's all incredible. those things and, and lose the game. That is incredible. Enjoy also, your bye week, guys. Also, why the Raiders went for two with 424 <laughs> left, I don't get it. It's not the end of the game. No, Lots it's of not. time. Lots of time on the clock. And, and again, if that was the last play of the game and you want to beat the Chiefs on the road at Arrowhead, I can understand that. But there was 424 left to go in the game. Just kick the extra point, especially with Kansas City's issue with their kicker. Just, just kick the extra point. Don't go for two. Don't do that. And they did. And Josh McDaniels and the Raiders lose even though Devontae Adams was an absolute stud. And then after the game, kind of pushed some a guy. worker, somebody was getting in his face, and he just shoved him down. He threw him right out the club. And all of a sudden, he he apologized 
post game um, immediately, and then went to Twitter and apologized again. Mm-hmm. And now people are saying uh, some insiders are saying he might get suspended. I don't think he should get suspended. He made a mistake. He's immediately owned up to his mistake. Let's move on with our lives. And it, it's honestly not that malicious. It's no. He kind of puts his hands up, and the guy loses his balance. He goes down in a heap. Meh, whatever. It's it not. Is. It's not the Dennis Rodman kicking the camera guy. No, in you know the where. And then the guy was hurt and then get a, got a settlement. This was like the guy was right in Adam's face. He was frustrated. He was angry. He's trying to get lost. off the field. Yeah. A fine su- suffice. Uh, get ready, though. Uh, just a few days off the NFL. And then your Thursday nighter, you get the Commanders and the Bears. Uh, Riverboat Ron Rivera had a really interesting quote. Sure. He was asked, what's the difference between your team and the other three teams in the NFC East? Which right now is the beast of the NFL. You're talking some good football being played in the NFC East. Uh, he said quarterback. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, mm. Carson Wentz, first year in Washington. Ginger Jesus struggling a little bit, getting sacked like crazy. Some of that's on him. Some of that's mostly on that is on the uh, porous offensive line. But Riverboat Ron not pulling any punches. Is he saying that he'd rather have like Cooper Rush and, and, and Daniel oh, Jones? Okay, like okay, I well, get Jalen Hurts. Well, there's but. a thing, too. I wish we could all get credit like Cooper Rush is in life. Like, the guy's only throwing a touchdown a game. It's not like Cooper Rush is going out there and throwing for 500 yards every time. No, it's the defense that has been absolutely incredible for the Cowboys. And Micah Parsons right now, oh, is he the best defensive player in the NFL? Well, he certainly looks like it most He's really weeks. good. My goodness. And this week, hmm? what a blockbuster matchup. Well, well, we, got, we have Cowboys doozies. and Eagles. Yeah. Because I know you said the Thursday nighter is going to be a dog's breakfast. Yeah, gonna, yeah. And I'm going to have to watch that on a second screen while I'm watching Flames and Avs on Thursday. Yes, sir. Uh, double it up. Also, we got Bills and Chiefs. Game of the year. That'll be great. That's going to be fantastic. There's a few good ones on the course of the weekend. I uh, just wanted to end here with a little bit of local content before we do say goodbye. The Stamps are back practicing. Three games left before the playoffs. They'll host the Tie Cats Friday night. The Cavalry beat Pacific 1-0 in their regular season finale. Whoa, they whoa, finish. Whoa. Why 1-0? What do you mean? Uh, can you guys help me out on where Matt Rose is? Where, where were you born? I say 1-0. we talk about this sport, we say nil. No. no. Is it like a match? No. No. Yep. You're, you're Canadian. It's 1-0. It doesn't matter. Give the, give the, give the proper. When, where in your life do you say nil? Sometimes? The Flames nil. defeated nil. the I, Avalanche 3-0 I, I I this evening down at the, at the Scotiabank yeah, Saddledome. But it's different. It's no, it's not. Rough and it tumble. Is. Soccer is proper and fancy. Oh, you beat them 1-0. We've been along. 1-0. Yeah. Nil. I hate it. Like, what are you? I, we I, are I, drinking tea and watching our boys kick around the football. 2-0, 3 8-0, 5-0, 8-0, 9-0. I know nil, your nil, beautiful nil. Uh, French-sounding name, Dumont, but come on. It's no, one nothing. No. It's not one no. nil. You don't use it in no. any other part of your life. It feels like flames nicked a goal last night. They nicked a goal. Like, come on. You sports can be have different terms. Nothing. You said nicked against when we were chatting with Tommy Wielden Jr. last week. Like when you talk about the sport, you use the sports term. Okay, that's fair that you called me out on that. But I'm just saying when it comes to the score, <laughs> when it comes to the score. One nothing. Here's what happened. Cavalry beat Pacific 1-0 in the regular season finale. They finished third. They'll play Forge in the two-leg semifinal. The first leg will be here in Calgary because they finished third. Uh, Saturday, 2 o'clock, and the Hitmen lost both their games over the weekend as well.
They head out on a three-game roadie with a couple stops in Sask coming up on the weekend. And that's it. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Two hours to go in the show. Still lots of stuff to get to. Number one, um, Vlad Jr. famously said at the beginning of the season, uh, last year uh, was the trailer. This year's the movie. Yep. Uh, we want to hear from you, 960, 960 on the text line. Name and location, please. What's the movie that best describes the 2022 Blue Jays? And that absolute meltdown by the Jays on Saturday, up 8-1 in the 5th. What's the Flames playoff equivalent to what happened to the Blue Jays on Saturday? 960-960 on the text line, name and location. We'll do all of that at 830 and your chance to win Blink 182 tickets down at the Dome in that 830 segment. Straight ahead, Shai Davidi, Blue Jays baseball columnist for Sportsnet. Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network analytics expert, help you out with your fantasy football. How much of your free agent budget should you blow on Kenneth Walker? We'll talk about all of that straight ahead in the 7 o'clock hour. It's the big show, Russick. Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.